Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls around the world, welcome to the Talking Reckless Podcast. It's 206 Live on December the 11th, Monday, December the 11th, obviously. Uh, my name's Matt Eads. I'm joined live via the internet by Kevin Byer. Hey, Matt. How's uh, how's this beautiful Monday treating you? Uh, it's it's really well. It's you know the most beautiful Monday we've seen here. Record highs have been set uh, in in Edmonton is what I'm calling for. Yeah. Uh, yep. It was uh, 29 degrees Fahrenheit uh, centigrade here today. Oh wow! Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. Yeah, very hot. So that and you know that proves that we record in real time because I mean, how else would I be able to read you the weather? Exactly. Look it up. Uh, the rest here on. Uh... Talking Reckless Podcast. Yeah, of course. A uh, big welcome to the rest of the show as well. Filling in uh, seat number three, Warren B- Brand. Nobody. Oliver? Colin? E. Bryce? No, I mean, I mean it's easy here. I'm in oh. seat number one, though. Uh, okay. Yeah, no, just you and I today. Um, holiday schedule, man. Sucks. It's tough to get people together. Yeah, you're telling me. We have to do a two-man show, and that's, that's about as far down the list of things that I've wanted to do on this podcast that there has ever been. Really? Have we we've never done it too, man, have we? We must have at no. some point. I've I've made the point to say that if we were ever at the point where we were going to do a two man show, then I would just quit. And here we are. <laughs> uh yeah, so the, the this one's going to sound a little weird because we're doing it over the internet. Uh just like we used to back in our heyday. And uh, hopefully we can get everybody together again in the studio next week. We'll see how it goes. Man, Christmas is tough. I like to think everybody's yeah. at home, uh, like, white-knuckling on controllers, frantically trying to finish Game of Your Games. Everybody's playing through Zelda right now and trying to come to terms with how can they admit that, yes, this was the best game of the year. How can they admit that it's so much better than Horizon Zero Dawn, even though they've been championing that the entire year? There's a lot of things to come to terms with. You know, if you want to get me on team what's this game called zelda zelda yeah you're yeah. gonna have to leave your wii here for a week my my switch well switch. i actually i own it on the wii so i mean maybe we can oh, well yeah i don't even own it on the switch i own it on a console i don't have um <clears throat> yeah digitally on a console <laughs> uh, I guess there's no chance of me playing that game we'll get it into your hands somehow uh speaking yeah, speaking of Game of the Year, that's coming up. Our uh, New Year's show, our Game of the Year show, New Year's Recolution, is uh, going to be February the 3rd. Saturday, February the 3rd, 2018. Mark your calendars. Uh, more details like start time and exactly what's going to be going on. We'll kind of trickle them out. But this is going to be one of our big, one of our big long, all-day live streams. So, I mean, you know, book, book the day off. Yeah, we're. it's going to be a shit show. Oh yeah, going to be a I, lot of screaming and arguing and friendships for any, broken. Friendships for made. Hasn't been to one of our uh, game of the year shows before. We there's a couple order of business. Uh, first of all, something new because this is the first year we've had the undisputed championship. Uh, I will be defending my title for the third time, remaining the longest uh, reigning undisputed champion of all time. This will be the and, second time, actually. Uh. Yeah, okay. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Second second defense. Uh regardless, I will keep my title. 
Uh, more details on that. And then also as a podcast, we have to come up with an ordered, ranked, agreed upon list of the five best games of the year. Loosely agreed upon. Yeah, well, it's, there, there needs to be some kind of a consensus coming out of that thing. Or just arbitrary. Matt Ease just decides to completely ignore all the pacts he made earlier in the night and then just, no, this game goes here. Fuck you. I mean, that's it's all about how you play the game. You know, I'm, I'm there to win. I'm bringing a championship in. I'm taking a championship out. I mean, it's it's uh, it's going to be it's going to be something, man. This is going to be the biggest cast we've ever had, like by far. So that's going to make yeah. trying to get the, the the consensus down a little interesting. Uh, and just the logistics of, of where everyone's going to be sitting. I know. And like, man, we got to we, we don't we're down to like six working microphones and like the seventh one kind of works and we're going to have more than that number of people. So we got to figure some shit out. Uh, it'll be fun though. February the 3rd. Please join us. Uh, New Year's Revolution. No W's. Kev, how's your uh, how's your week been? Uh, you know, it's been going good. I had uh, had the old work Christmas party this weekend. Yeah, yesterday, two, two, days, two days ago. ago. <laughs> A couple days ago. Uh, yours was this weekend too, wasn't it? Yeah, mine was on uh, Friday. Did you end up uh, making it to that? Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah, we. And, uh, um, it was it was really good. Big ups to everybody. Uh, big ups to Kevin specifically because. I, it was looking like I was going to skip that Christmas party to make a podcast happen. And uh, then you jumped on the grenade and we're like, well, we can do it Sunday. Yeah, on this glorious, glorious Sunday or Monday. Uh, yeah, whatever the day so happens to be. Uh, yeah, I did make it. It was it was all right. I don't know. We went for dinner. We we drank. We ate. We were merry. Yeah, that's kind of what ours was. Uh, we were at like a big multi-business company hall party kind of thing. So there was probably like 500 people in this giant hall. Holy. And yeah, it was it was all the way out in St. Albert. So it was like a 45 minute drive just to get there. Wow. Five, 500 people all like the, there aren't 500 people that work at your company. No, no. Different. Like anybody who wanted to go could sign their company up and go to this thing. Oh, that. OK, I see. So it was like a giant. That's sort of weird. They're just like, we're having a Christmas party here. If y'all want to come, yeah, sign up. Oh, but yeah, it's uh, this this the host of it was like probably like seventy five years old somewhere <laughs> up there, and every once in a while he just got up on the mic, and the sound system in this place was absolutely terrible, so you could barely understand a word he was saying. And yeah, he'd get on, tell some really shitty jokes, and then play country music <laughs> covers for like two hours <laughs> and at that point i'm like all right you know i'm i'm six or seven beers in and i thought the beers would make the night more enjoyable but i can't listen to to country covers from the 70s it's like did, did you boom? You did anyone boom? Ranch, i'm like that's it i'm done oh i thought brother. the last time i would hear this song would be in junior high but no here it is again 35 years old, Kevin doing the Cadillac Ranch. You just busted out, like, didn't even miss a beat, just boom, heel-toe, (laughs) heel-toe. Well, I was was, uh, sitting at our table with with the other people I work with, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, 
man, I wonder if I could still do the dance. And I started going through it in my head and I'm like, yep, could totally still oh, yeah. do the dance. hundred percent. I could, I could bust it out at the drop of a hat. I know that I know the Cadillac ranch. <laughs> so yeah, nobody, did the Cadillac you... ranch and the Macarena, I think those are the only line dances I know. And the Macarena is not a line dance. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's <laughs> exactly the definition of a line dance. It's where you stand there and you do the same move over and over again. And you spin in a circle while you're doing it. I can't. That is what a line dance is. <laughs> uh, I guess. Uh, did <laughs> did and like you didn't boo this guy off stage or like eight beers? Kevin just sat there and took this country music, well behaved. Well, I think uh, they must have had like a heads up at uh, at who we were and the fact that we're kind of rabble rousers because they put us in the way far back corner, mm. about as far away from the food and the bathrooms and the stage as you could get. I like to imagine that of the 500 people there, it was like 480 were all Cadillac ranching away, and it was just Kevin. <laughs> Kevin and his table just sitting there not having any yeah, fun. Pouting, having no fun. Trying to Macarena in a circle. <laughs> but uh, it was really weird, too, because like we got drink tickets, so it was essentially open bar. Mm-hmm. But when you go up to the bar to order your drinks, they would pour the shot in like a red solo cup, and then they would direct you to the table of mix where you would have mm. to mix your own drink with the one ounce shot that they poured into a cup. That is a little weird. I guess it is just half the work for them. I guess, right? I don't know. Get Here's your booze. Figure yourself out. Faster, but it, yeah, it was very weird. strange. I've never been to something where, where that has happened. Would you say it was the lamest Christmas party you've ever been to? Uh, I wouldn't put it as the lamest one because I'm sure if you- I rack my brain, I can, can remember some pretty pretty good winners up there yeah but uh, it, it was probably top three. Oh wow that's too bad you, we missed a podcast for that huh <laughs> well no we missed a podcast for your christmas party you're right you're right and mine was very good i had a great time i learned a lot of i, I learned some things about some stuff it was very enlightening experience yeah some uh, wiser some than i workers shared some secrets they probably shouldn't have uh not nothing no you're making it sound like <laughs> Weird. No, it was. I don't know. We we're all tradespeople, you know. We all get drunk and stupid. It was a good time. Uh, do you play any video games you want to talk about here? Since last we spoke, uh, I I was trying to rack my brain. I'm pretty sure it was last week <clears throat> that. Uh, yeah, it was last week because the Eternal season had just ended, and I hit Master for the first time. Yeah, and uh, the season resetted. I think the day before. But I never really played any. And then Friday after the podcast, I don't know if the people who listen to the podcast could pick up on it, but I got a little drunk during last week's podcast. I honestly didn't like pick up at it at all until as we were leaving. You're like, man, I'm too drunk. I'm like, really? <laughs> like you held it together pretty well. Well, that's good. That's good that I can put on the show for everyone. But uh, no, after the show... I was like, all right, well, you know, I'll, I'll do a little laddering uh, before I go to bed. <laughs> and that little bit of laddering turned into staying up until four in the morning, just playing Eternal. Back to master rank or what? Uh, I am back to master, yes. Wow. wow. But uh, yeah, that Friday I I'd climbed all of gold. So gold three, gold two, gold one into diamond. And then I think... S- Saturday or the Sunday, I climbed gold one or plat or diamond three, and then last night, 
and a little bit during the week uh, before I went to the Christmas party, I finished up Diamond 2. And then just this morning, I went 6-0 and uh, after after like a little one and one, two and two, like hovering around beginning of of diamond one, yeah, and then yeah, logged on this morning, crushed six straight games, and right back into master. Wow, must be nice. <laughs> uh, the I think I said this last week. The with Magic Arena right around the corner, I uh, have sort of lost the ambition to play Eternal. That game, man, that game has fucked me over with that shuffler one too many times, and I am sick and tired of it. The the shuffler is something, but uh, especially with the way, like I was doing my laddering this season, like all one one block at a time per tier kind of thing. Mm. I noticed that a lot of the people I was playing against were the same people. Like I think gold oh, two, weird. I played the same five people almost every single match. Wow, that's so sort of shitty. I know. I, I'm not too sure if it was because of the time I was playing at, because I mean, it was three in the morning, our time. So maybe it had something to do with the time or maybe it had something to do with, you know, not a lot of people are in that tier right at the beginning of the season. Yeah. But yeah, it it made it seem like the community in this game is a lot smaller than I would have thought it to be. I wonder like how big it is. I wonder how many concentric players they're getting on Steam. Compared to, say, yeah. uh, well, not Hearthstone, obviously, because that's, like, one of the biggest, but, say, compared to, say, Gwent, or that shitty free Yu-Gi-Oh! game that I told you about last week. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's just, it seems like, you know, I, I got into Master, and I was, I'm 539, or 537 right now in Master. So, does that mean that there's just not a lot of people in master yet or or what but it seems yeah, like that's weird i'm not too sure w- what percentage of the population of eternal gets to master because i mean every other game that has a like a master tier or a legendary tier or whatever they call it uh, at least any, any game that i've played has a mechanic where you can drop ranks whereas this one it's you get to the you get to your tier and then you stay there yeah, League used to be the way that this is now. A lot of games used to be the way this is, where you can't ever rank down, mm-hmm. but they all eventually get away from that. Yeah, because it seems like if you can't rank down, then, like, is it the majority of players hit hit master rank? If they yeah, I don't, you should think I don't that... understand how it would work. You would think so, because yeah, without being able to rank down, if you just play enough games, you will eventually hit the highest rank. Yeah, exactly. So, pardon me, but yeah, yeah and especially after seeing so many of the same names over an extended period of time, it's like, well, it, it kind of seems like the game's not that populated. Yeah, that's weird, and that sort of sucks. Like playing the same guy, especially in constructed, just playing the same guy where he knows your deck and you know his deck, and you're like, okay, here we go. We just played three times. Let's go. Well, and and that actually helped me out a little bit because it's like I was playing against this one guy who had a really off meta deck. You remember how bad you were saying that two two is. It's very bad, yes. Uh, this season, that thing has spawned a deck that is all around that thing, where all you do is you get it to hit its destiny trigger, and then you play the white card that gives the top card of your deck echo. Oh, oh. And then you recur it. That, so is so, that card is draw, bad. You draw two new cards, get two free creatures. Yeah. But yeah, it's actually a real cool recursion strategy. But uh, yeah, if I wouldn't have played... 
10, 15 games against that deck probably in, in the span of a couple hours and learned how to beat it, then I probably would have still been stuck in gold. But hmm. That's weird. I wonder if maybe because uh, that arena beta just opened up, I wonder if everybody's playing that right now. Well, I heard, is it open beta or is it closed beta? Because I was talking about this yesterday with uh, one of my friends and he wasn't entirely sure if it was open yet. It's still closed, but if you played like the last pre-release or if you did, there's a couple things that if you have played whatever, you get kind of priority access to it. Mm-hmm. So that's how that's how Brandon got in because he played uh, the live pre-release. You should have priority access because you played the online pre-release. Uh, I did. I logged onto my account and then logged off and we used Brandon's account. It might you might just have to log on. It might be like if you log on in that time frame, you might be good. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. But uh, I think beta is supposed to open up like next year sometime, early next year. Hmm. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, I'll get into it when uh, when like the open beta comes, just in case like there's a card wipe or whatever, like most of the time happens in between yeah. closed and open beta. So Totally. And sometimes even between like beta and live, right? They usually wipe the yeah. card pool. Yeah. You do uh, anything else you want to... Uh, we about? talked about it last week as well. I started uh, New Game Plus for Horizon. On oh, the right. Horizon <laughs> and uh, that game's easy after <laughs> after maxing out everything, like 100%ing everything and then doing New Game Plus on the hardest difficulty. It's like, well, w- why is this hard? I, I have yet to find that out. The only time I've died so far, and I want to say I'm probably 80 to 85% of the way through the game already, and the only time I died was because I was trying to rappel down uh, a, a thing to get away from these enemies because there's a story mission where you're running through this Karja camp and you have to rappel out of the camp in order to to escape. And as the rappel animation was starting, I got shot and that fucked up the animation and fell me off the cliff <laughs> instead of rappelling down. <laughs> So legit, that is the only time that Still I've died counts. so far. <laughs> Still counts. Um, is it easy because you have all the gear, or is it easy because you've played like a hundred hours of it and are just really good at it now? Uh, it's it's a little both for sure because like you remember how all the encounters go, like not not right away, but you come up to it and you see how the encounter goes, and you remember, okay, well, this is what worked last time, but it was a long fight kind of thing so like against uh, against the corruptors especially you don't have the tripcaster at the time and the power level that you have it in new game plus so you can lure those corruptors that are like probably a good 3 4 minute fight normally but you can one shot them with with the new game plus weapons that you have so oh wow and so gonna... uh, there's some stealth missions where the first time through the game it probably took me a good solid half an hour of memorizing the patterns of the guards and stealthily making my way through it and come back to the same mission on the new game plus and it's like done done in two minutes. Wow. So you're going to get the platinum? Was that the last thing you needed for the platinum? Was the full play in new game plus? Yeah. And that so yeah, I, would, I will have re-platinumed that game probably... Maybe even by the time the podcast is out, I'm not sure how much oh, I have wow. left, but I think it's I think it's really really quick. Wow, you should like hearing you talk about New Game Plus and how you come back to the game. Like 
Man, you should get into Dark Souls. I know, listen, I know we've said this before. Maybe Bloodborne would be a good entry, but, like, it's... Especially on, like, those new game pluses coming back to the original stuff, because it's, like, in those games, it's you getting better, and I bet with Horizon, like, you learn how to fight those dinosaurs a lot better. Oh, Where it's for like, sure. oh, man, I okay, I just know that if I blow the, the disc launcher off or whatever, um, and, like, that, that's the most fun part of Dark Souls and shit for me. Is coming back and being like, man, I'm way better than when I started at this. Like, way better. Uh, and they they sort of tease the new Dark, uh, new Bloodborne at the uh, VGAs, which is why it's top of mind. Also, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. Anything else you uh, played? So I got, what's that? Anything else you've been playing? Uh, not something I've been playing. It's something I've been thinking about playing. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons Online had a new expansion drop a couple days ago. That has the words Dungeons or Dangles in the name. <laughs> yeah, Dungeons and Dangles Online, that's right. Oh, so, man. Uh, it's the, the Mists of Ravenloft, so it's uh, a whole <laughs> quest arc and, and world area based on the Ravenloft lore stuff in, D- in Dungeons and Dragons. I've never actually heard of Ravenloft. Uh, it's like the vampire stuff. Mm, okay. Like Transylvania-esque so, kind of Eastern European Gothic. Is that is this this is all in whoops, Faerun? This is all uh, like yes, a sword, a sword coast is or uh, what's that city that everyone uh, Neverwinter is a place and like it's it's all linked up in the greater D&D world, right? Yeah. I th- okay. At least in in some extent I think it is, yeah. Anyways. But yeah, I want to say it's Eberron is the world. Oh weird! I don't. I'm not really not uh, too up to date on my Forgotten Realms. Well, that's because that's a different world. Oh, well, I think there we I go. think Faerun is the world in the Forgotten Realms campaign setting. I want to say. All right, I'm sort of getting confused. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's weird because I'm kind of hesitant to pick it up because it's. I want to say it's like a full retail cost like 60 bucks kind of thing oh weird and ddo is free to play right has been for a while yeah that's right so uh the way they do it is if you want to play the expansion now you pay with money if you want to unlock it with the the free-to-play currency that you can acquire over time i think you have to wait until till march or april before it actually comes to the store okay so it's kind of like a little head start as opposed to being totally free to play yeah, but uh, for for it to be like a, a a I think full price expansion, there's only there's one new zone and there's twelve new quests and one new raid. Hmm. You must get some like when you're buying in the expansion, you must be buying into the like pay to play aspects as well. Like you're probably getting a bunch of currency or yeah, like I think you get uh, you know what, let me let me look I'm, it up. Here. I don't know a ton of experience with uh, DDO, but I know that that's how Tor eventually went, was they... And again, I'm not too sure on the, the nitty-gritty of it, but they were releasing expansions, and you, and you could play them for free eventually, or you, had, you could buy in for some of them, and it was a whole... It got uh, kind of convoluted at some point. But I remember that story in Tor getting good towards the end there. Mm-hmm. Grey Jedis and all sorts of what-haves you. I heard the uh, reviews for that new movie are uh, apparently it is very good. <laughs> okay, so there's three price points. You can get the standard edition for 40 bucks. 
you can get the collector's edition, which comes with, yeah, some some consumable stuff and some other uh, stuff that you would normally have to unlock over time for 80 bucks. Or you can get the Super Deluxe Expansion Edition for $130. Is it really called the Super Deluxe Expansion Edition? <laughs> uh, the Ultimate Fan Bundle is what it's oh. called. <laughs> uh, so yeah, then you just get more of the stuff and then more random shit that you probably could unlock over time. But hmm. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's uh, something I really want to pay 40 bucks for. Yeah. Especially He's since like- I know... That I'll play it for like three hours and then put it down again. What have you played for? What have you finished Darkest Dungeon and then played for your stream and then you'll play it like two hours a week or whatever? <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's free to play so people can play with me. Yeah, they sure can. I wonder, <laughs> could you just jump in? I don't think like I couldn't just make a character and jump in there uh, with you. I'd have to. Like... This is the perfect time for anyone to want to get in. Because there's a promotion going on right now where anybody who who wants to, even if you're free to play, even if you don't put any money into it, you can get a free level 10 character one time. What is max level 20? Uh, 30. Okay. Uh, so. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. I might cash in my free level 10. Yeah. And then and, play for five uh, minutes and never again. I'm running is level 11 right now. So. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, let me tell you about a little game called uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Awakening. Mm. You know, that's really where all my MMO free time is dedicated right now. I've never that's heard of it. True. No? Are you still playing uh, Galaxies or? No, I uh, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It, it, it was very, very nostalgic. Uh, Twenty hours that I put into it, but uh, but the wheat we what without knowing how much wheat we have each week. Uh, I've been playing um, Diablo three, which has kind of been scratching those MMO loop uh, loot loop itches for me. I bought the Necromancer and jumped in this new season, season twelve. Yeah, you uh, you max level already. Oh yeah, uh, I was doing Torment Ten stuff today. Um, like I don't know if it's already. Yeah, man, I'm like twelve hours in, and I so I, it seems faster. I think maybe uh, playing it on PC. Um, it seems faster maybe because the so they do a different set each season, or I don't know if it's different each season, but whatever. They have a it's like a speed set basically of get max level, do a couple easy things, and then they just give you a, a starter set to get you going. And the starter set for the Necromancer seems like it is just head and shoulders like more powerful than it should be. And the second I finished that set, I was able to go do Torment 10 stuff. And like it's kind of slow because I don't do a lot of damage. But I, I've got like 20 skeletons and none of them can die. So you just make skeletons and then like go, I don't know, make a sandwich. And then come back and your skeletons have killed the bosses. And, yeah, no, uh, the, uh, the last time that I played Diablo 3 was when they first did that, the the little season journey stuff where you unlock the different set pieces. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was the same thing. I played Paladin that time and the Paladin set piece was just like, okay, you've unlocked it. Enjoy Greater Rift 60. Yeah, no, that's... It's fun. I really like how fast that ramp is. And I... Usually I get like rushed through the, uh, the boring parts. I just did it all uh, by myself this time. So it took about... I'd say... I'm really 12 hours in right now, and I'm Greater Rift 45. Oh, yeah. So that's that's pretty good. That's way faster than it's been. And uh, like the, the Necromancer's a cool class. Um, 
kind of, I guess. Like, as I was playing it, I realized that, like, you you almost don't... The classes aren't very different. Like, you almost don't even need classes anymore in Diablo. Just have a big pool of abilities, because, like, every class has an ability that, like, summons some dudes. The, the skeleton's equivalent. Like, every class has the equivalent of a blink or a teleport. Like, every class has... I don't know. There, there are like eight or nine different templates. It feels like that every class just has abilities to fill in those templates, and like twenty bucks, man, for just that necromancer is that's a lot. One of six characters for twenty bucks. Yeah, I guess. So. But I mean, it's like you still need. Well, I, I'm not sure if you need it, but probably for team greater rifts, you probably still need like your tank class and your crowd controller and, and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know how much the focus is on. I think most of the focus is on the solo rift stuff because that's what all the leaderboards tend to skew towards and and that's like your progression is all gated behind your, your solo rift. How fast can you do it by yourself? Yeah, because uh, I know I'm pretty sure the latter does have like two man rifts and three man rifts and, and four or four person rifts as it were. But uh, yeah, like the the class, the, the the archetypes, I guess, in Diablo are a little different than your most MMOs because you have, yeah, your your DPS, obviously, and then you have your your grouper who gathers mobs together so you can AOE it down kind of thing, and then your CC class. And But yeah, like most classes in Diablo can do at least two, if not all three of those things. Yeah, and and even those things that they can all do, they all are very, very similar with different flavors, right? Like the Crusader rides a horse through a thing, the necromancer teleports in a pool of blood. The sorcerer does a big lightning teleport. Like, it's all the same mechanic. It just has a little bit of different style to it. Um, I think they're doing at least one. I want to say they're doing assassin next, maybe? I might be totally making that up. I think they're doing more classes, though. Uh, well, you heard and, it here first. Yeah, 2019, there you go. Assassin coming to uh, Diablo 3. I'm pretty sure assassin was the one I heard, uh, even though they're would be kind of similar to the demon hunter, but the like buying the necro so, sort of sold me on never buying another class again. Like I can just make one of these six and I'm having a fine time no matter what. Yeah. Uh, that game is still good. I just broke my, I think 600th hour or something like that in it. <laughs> so maybe, uh, maybe you'll have to run me through and uh, get me to max level. Yeah, totally. It'll be fast. I love getting ran through now because you, uh, every time you get new ability, it like puts an icon in the middle of your screen it's like you unlock this, and when you get rushed, uh, like you are at max level, and those things are still just popping for like ten or fifteen minutes as it tries to catch up. <laughs> yeah, it's that point where you just walk away. It's like okay, catch up, and uh, let me know when you're done. I also played a little bit of Gwent this week. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, so the 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 standalone version of Gwent that they have on GOG is not a very different game, but a different game than the Gwent in The Witcher. Uh, which you might expect, and uh, it's like it's very good. Gwent is a very well-made card game, having only played maybe three or four hours of it. Yeah, how's uh, like how's the free-to-play progression in it? Uh, I don't. So you're getting a bunch of like starter decks, and there's kind of a single-player campaign. You're you're playing like some single-player games to unlock. Uh, there's a leader. There's a card type, a leader type, which everyone has one of. And I'm not really too sure yet how you're getting, how you're like improving your collection. 
Uh, it's in beta right now, and it seemed like I was just winning games to get a currency to kind of like a dust to build cards, basically. Oh, okay. I think there's I think they're still fleshing out a lot of that, and like I, I wouldn't even know where to begin. Like, what kind of cards do I need? What works well with what else? Like, I don't even really know what the card types are all yet. Um, it's it's like a simple game. It's a simple numbers game of just get your number higher than the other guy's number, and every card has a number on it, and you play the card, and and that number's added to your total. And so it's it's a very simple game, but with like a lot of depth and a lot of room to uh, to, to outplay your opponent. A lot of a lot of streets to value town in Gwent. Uh, and I, I've just done a few matches, but it seems cool. It seems like there are too many card games, and I know I will never have time to play them all, so I'll probably just spend like a few hours with Gwent. But like Gwent seems fucking, it seems awesome, and it seems like there is very very little uh, variance. Like it, it seems more like chess than like a card game. Where the randomness feels, it feels non-existent. Yeah, especially with the uh, like discarding at the beginning to draw a different card. Yeah, gives you a little and, bit more control over what type of strategy you go for. Totally, and you're you're only using like a I think it's a twenty-five card deck or something like that. Like it's a small deck, and you're you're only playing a few cards a game. Whereas you know Magic and Eternal, you might end up playing your entire deck some games. Um, yeah, it's it's cool and it's really weird. And it's free, and it's on everything. So if anybody is looking for a good card game to play, uh, I would recommend it. If like if you've ever played Magic or Eternal or anything where it's requiring you to draw land or resources, uh, Gwent doesn't have any of that, which I find very refreshing. Yeah, it's like, uh, one card per turn, or you can pass and then wait, right? Yeah, once you... Exactly. Play a card or pass, and once you've passed... You cannot unpass, then your opponent just gets to play until they pass. And whoever has the highest number total when both players have passed wins that round. Whoever wins two or three rounds wins the game. It's cool. Uh, that's all I played. Yeah, anything else you want to bring about here? You just want to roll right into the news? Uh, no, I think that's it. Uh, yeah, I don't remember anything else that I've played. Yeah, let's keep it. Let's keep it chugging then on the tracks. The sure. game awards, the Keeleys were this week. Did you catch any so, of them? Uh, I, I did not. I heard because they were going on during the Dungeons and Dangles stream. Yes. Yeah, we were watching. I had you up on one screen and the Keelys up on the other. But yeah, so I was I was hearing some of the winners as it was coming through in chat, but I, I didn't I was not able to watch it. No, mm. I actually don't know a single winner of any of the awards. I like those awards were maybe they're more legit now than they used to be. They were back when it was the Spike VGAs. Like those awards were, it was like EA presents the best EA game of the year, and it was just like, man, what if, what is this even? Yeah. Uh, so I really, it's a habit of like just ignore the awards and stay for the reveals and like whatever Guillermo and Kojima are going to show this time. So uh, uh, the most important question is, who was noticeably on drugs this year? I didn't watch enough or regularly enough to even know. Like it, it, I don't even know if they had like a main celebrity host. It seemed like they were going to different, uh, like game designers and industry people were like kind of doing the setups. Uh, I did not see Jessica Alba there. Mm. I did not. I did not see Will I Am. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was just. Yeah, I was just watching in the thing that he's the real Black Ops motherfucker. <laughs> uh, that picture of him saying that is still my uh, origin, like Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, like I, I missed uh, pretty much everything that wasn't the announcements. I uh, totally blanked on. Uh, and I pulled a couple of those announcements. Uh, Bayonetta 3 was announced, coming exclusively to the Switch, along with Bayonetta 1 and 2, uh, which is awesome, because those games are... Uh, Bayonetta... Listen, a lot of people really like Bayonetta 2. I thought Bayonetta 1 was was a little better, but uh, yeah, they're, they're pretty good. Uh, from Software, makers of my favorite game, Bloodborne, they tease something... Uh, it didn't have a name, it was just 10 seconds, it didn't have any gameplay, it showed like a tortured... It, it looked like Bloodborne. And, or I guess Dark Souls, you could, either one. And uh, the phrase, shadows die twice, appeared. So, uh, maybe it's Bloodborne 2, I don't know. And it's, I'm so sick of trailers like this, and we'll get more into this a little bit later. Obscure trailers? (laughs) Obscure trailers that don't show anything, don't mean anything, and are just kind of there for the sake of being there. Yeah, th- this one I will agree with is a useless trailer, like completely useless. This from Software One, if they would have just put like Bloodborne Two or whatever, everyone would be popping off. Or if they just named the game, everyone would be popping off. Uh, but maybe who knows what that is? Likewise? Yeah, maybe twice. It has to be Bloodborne Two because I like or 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 Demon Souls Two. What other twos could From Software make at this point? Um, PUBG. They showed version 1.0. That's going to be out December the 20th. Uh, that has some cool stuff like vaulting. The new map, I think, is in there. Uh, like It looks like a video game now. There's some good UI improvements. Uh, the so does sec- that mean that that's like a release date? Like 1.0, that means that the game yep. is, is done? That the game is, well, not done, but it will be out of early access. Yeah, it'll be out, and I would assume they'll keep putting content out for it. Uh, the second Zelda DLC, they did one of those... Uh, like, here's the second DLC, and it's out now! Uh, so that thing's out. Link has a motorcycle, which looks fucking awesome, because he's just, like, driving up mountains and shit. The last DLC was, like, pretty recent, wasn't it? Like, only, like, a month ago? Yeah, maybe a little more than that. It was a... You had to buy the pass. You had to buy the DLC pass, and it came with two parts, and the first part was, like, map improvements, and hard mode, and some shit, and this is the second part of that. Hmm. Uh, it's got a fucking motorcycle. Which doesn't make any sense. I, well, it looks like it does in the trailer. Uh, and they also showed Soul Calibur 6. Uh, I actually watched that trailer. Yeah? Uh, moments the before we started the show. Eight minute gameplay one? Uh, no, it was like a two minute teaser trailer kind of thing. Oh yeah. Did you so did you see any of the uh what is the new mechanic? Reversal edge? Re- reversal guard. In no, the reverse only impact. Classic guard impacting and mm. Mits- Mitsurugi some, versus Cassandra, I wanna say. There's some new mechanic that they were touting. I can't remember or find what it's called right now. It's something about reversal. But anyways, uh, that's supposed to be out in 2018. Yeah, I know. I, I've i been very disappointed in the last couple Soul Cal games. Mm. Like, uh, 2 was great. 1 was great. 3 was, eh. 4 was terrible. Was 4 uh, where I, they started doing, like, weapons and shit? And, like, uh, gear? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I don't remember much of 4 because I think I played, like, two matches of it and realized I hated it. So that was it. 
And I hated four so much that I just skipped five altogether. So wow, maybe uh, maybe six after after skipping an entire game, maybe I'll come back for six and see how it is. But yeah, apparently it's going back to its roots. The series is going back to its roots. So that would be probably sort of what you're looking for, whatever that even means today. Yeah, Uh, random buzz catchphrases. Yeah, and then Hideo and Guillermo came out on stage, and Guillermo was like, check out this trailer for my new shitty-looking movie. And they played that, and then uh, they showed their new trailer for Death Stranding, which features Norman Reedus. Yeah, and so... Babies in Jars. You told me to watch it because you wanted to talk <laughs> about it, so I watched it. <laughs> And uh, all your questions have been answered. You understand? It's like okay, I can clearly see the plot of this game and who I'm going to be playing the antagonist, and protagonist, and it's all very obvious. I mean, none of that is obvious. Uh, we don't even know if Daryl is going to be in the game. He he I could see. just be. Please call someone who shows up during the intro and then dies. Uh, so, so apparently, the trailer they showed off. Uh, apparently, part of that demo is not playable at any of the shows, but part of it is playable. So something of what they showed, I guess, is supposed to actually be gameplay. And uh, Kojima's doing his usual, like, I put a secret in there, see if you guys can find it, shittiness. Which, who knows what that even is yet. There's, uh, like, some weird, obscure Metal Gear tie-in things that people think they're seeing that even I can't get behind. Like, even... Even me, who thinks that this game is the real Metal Gear 5, thinks that these guys are... There's a shadowy figure in the mist, and everyone's like, oh my god, it's Psychomantis. It's not Psychomantis. It's just an well, invisible they had guy. somebody who could fly, so I that guess. must be Psychomantis. I guess. Psychomantis did the, like, uh, the, the arms out to the side, like, floating through yeah. the air. It, it looks similar. And he... I don't know. He used puppet strings. Death Stranding. Listen, when Norman takes off, when Norman Reedus takes off the mask and it's key for underneath, everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, Eads was right. Eads was right this whole time. We should have just listened and saved uh, all this discussion." Watching this trailer made me realize how much I, I'm not too sure if I'm okay with just like the cast an actor and then mocap and put that exact actor in your game. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'm okay with that. Like it was kind of cool and gimmicky when uh, until Dawn did it, but that was more because that was more of a, at least for me, that was more of a movie than it was a game. Mm. Have you but, have you ever played a Kojima production? Like there's there's not gonna be much hands on controller time. Don't worry. Oh no, I've I've played Metal Gear Five, so I know yeah. how insane the cutscenes can be casual filthy casual <laughs> but yeah it's just like I, I don't know i don't know if i can it, it's breaking down too many walls for me yeah That's no I, I totally do i know what norman reedus looks like and when you see fake digital norman reedus you're just like i can't quite tell what's wrong but there's something wrong <laughs> the uncanny valley is a little too much uh i i think he looks fucking good though i think norman reedus is this is one of the first times where I'm just like, oh yeah, that's just that guy in a thing. Like, it's not... I'm not having the Uncanny Valley effect. It's not ruining it for me. At least yet. Yeah. He's got a... He's got a baby. 
in his stomach. Uh, I, no, I it's mean, not in his stomach. It's in like a pod in front of him. Th- there's a part in that trailer where the camera flies into his mouth and like down his esophagus and into his insides, and there, he has a baby in there, and the baby does like the shotgun hands up at the camera, and then the camera pulls way out of his mouth. Uh, yes. See, here's what I think was happening there. (laughs) (laughs) So, the next scene, it showed the, the capsule thing that the baby was in, Mm -hmm. uh, but it was all black, right? It was all swirling black, Mm. like ooze kind of stuff. So, I think the Norman Reedus character died, and the baby that was in the pod sacrificed its own life to bring him back to life. I actually have a similar theory where I think that babies, the pod, the pod babies are like a, a consumable that you use to travel through time somehow. Yeah, they're definitely a into a dimension or something. Way. Yeah, because I think in the first trailer they showed Guillermo like uses one or so, or somebody uses one and it like is moved through time. Hmm. I, maybe. So pod babies have lots of power. You yeah, can move pod- through time. You can- Come back to life. Pod babies. Uh, very powerful. Very hot this season. Mm. Uh, and that was all the stuff I pulled from the the GAs. TGA. Um, I got a couple other news stories here. They're really short, so we're just going to kind of blast right through them. Uh, EA made a couple changes to Battlefront 2's progression system, which has been going uh, so well. It hasn't tanked the entire industry stock or started like nationwide investigations um all players now receive more credits per round and the cap is up from 500 to 1500 credits per day well that was the main point where when they made all the changes with all the backlash they're like okay well we're gonna we're gonna change it all to free to play currency but we're gonna slow down the rate that you get free to play currency Right, and then we're going to reduce the cost of everything by 75%. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, they they made that a little faster. They're, yeah, slightly faster, but still, you're still looking at two years to unlock everything free-to-play. Yeah, yeah, like an impossible amount of time still, and it doesn't fix any of the problems. You're just getting through this shitty system a little quicker, which, yeah, great. Um, Far Cry 5 has been delayed. Supposed to be coming out February the 27th. Now it's coming out March the 27th. That's a month delay. Uh, Ubisoft uh, claims their decision was influenced by the success of Assassin's Creed Origins, which also had a little delay for the team to finish polishing it. Which is maybe a little bit of backwards logic, but okay. Like, del- I don't know. Del- delays to finish your games aren't bad, but being like, oh, well, Assassin's Creed was successful and that game was delayed, so let's delay all games. I don't know if if they can look at it and say, okay, we understand why Assassin's Creed was delayed, and that extra month, they they can see that they really made good use of that time to make the game better. I think pushing back a game, I, I don't have any problem with pushing back a game if they know they're going to improve it. Yeah, take your time. I'd rather wait a month and have a way better game. Uh, the Crew yeah. Two was also pushed back. Uh, I don't have dates on that because none of us really care about the the Crew that much. Uh, and Stardew Valley is coming to the Vita still, uh, apparently sometime in uh, Q1 2018. I pulled that story because there's a game coming to the Vita. 
I actually uh, re-downloaded Stardew Valley a couple weeks back, and I'm like, man, I'm I'm gonna play Stardew Valley again. This is gonna be great. I'm gonna I'm gonna put in a hundred hours, and I'm gonna build my farm. And I think I made it to day four. Before How much like, time yeah. did you put in the first time? Uh, the first time I made it to about midway through the second season. So you start in spring. I think I made it to a little bit into summer. Oh, yeah. So tip of the iceberg. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, the game ends. Uh, the game proper ends at the end of year three. Oh, wow. So I made it to slightly above one twelfth of the way through the game. There's a, a multiplayer. I guess the beta is going to hit in 2018, but they're working on a multiplayer aspect, uh, which would be cool. Yeah, I didn't know that you for that would be would be really cool. Yeah, I didn't know you actually played that before. Yeah, no, I, I put some time into it. Oh shit, I'm uh, yeah thinking about getting it on my Switch. Yeah, it is. It is out now for the Switch. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, let's go to some emails. Podcast at talkingreckless.com is an email address or drop them on the subreddit r slash talking reckless. Uh, this one, let's do this top one from Sparrowhawk comes in. He says, Hey guys, I was just wondering if you still keep up with Eric and if his show Factory Sealed is still running. I think he's a great addition to this podcast legacy, <laughs> which is a weird. <laughs> yeah, he is a great addition to this podcast's legacy. Um,. Uh, I keep in touch with him a little bit every now and again. Like we uh, we shoot each other messages from time to time, and his show Factory Sealed is still running, uh, as far as I know, anyways. Yeah, something Factory Sealed, I think, is what it's called. Yeah, I think I think Factory Sealed dot com gets you there, or just type in Factory Sealed podcast. Uh, are you you're not still on that from time to time? I know you used to no, moonlight over there. It's been uh, a long time since I've been on it, but. Uh, probably almost two years now. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah well, I was uh, only ever really really on it for like uh, like big RPG shows when we would do like a big playthrough, uh, but those kind of fell off and that kind of stopped happening. So they realized they didn't need DJ Big RPG. Well, exactly. And they mm-hmm. record like we record at weird times. They record at freaking weird times because two we, of their our times are aren't in, that uh, weird. <laughs> Uh, Overburden wrote in, said, uh, this was off the subreddit, said, hey guys, what's your most hated game of all time? Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a tough one. Single most hated game of all time? Boy, I don't want to say the wrong thing and not be able to, t- like, oh, well, this is my most hated game forever now. Uh, mm. well, not, not forever, but, uh. Of all time, it says, know. of all time. Yeah, All that time, change. forward and back. Future, it can bump the most hated title. <laughs> I'm going to say... I'm going to say Mario Party. I'm going to say Mario Party. I'm going to say any of the Mario Parties, but specifically probably two. I'm going to say Mario Party 2 is my most hated game of all time. Hmm. Followed by Mario uh, Party 1, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Round out the top 10? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm gonna say Rocket League. All right, that is you are just <laughs> looking for a reaction that is unfounded. <laughs> You've never, you barely ever played it. You just this is game of the year bullshit. You are already letting I've your game of the year enough, angst though. leak into this podcast. I've played it enough to know that it is nothing like what I would enjoy in a game. 
It is real. That is your real answer to your most hated game. Not just one that like you don't want to play. Your most hated is Rocket League. Yeah, there's a lot of reasons to hate a game, <laughs> and uh, a they don't all have to do with gameplay. This is Some why of them we can't have, have nice things. Or posturing. Yeah, but two year uh, old spite, three year old spite at this point. Yeah, that's right. Uh, no, I don't know. It's it's too hard of a question to really just to think about like if you're right if only we posted these show notes ahead of time and people could read these emails and like think up answers to this stuff i mean even even if i had time to think about it like it's how how can you how can you dislike a game so much that it turns into hate like if you have you ever played mario party uh yes i have yeah (laughs) it it's a it's a bad game I hate Mario Party specifically because somehow it has tricked people into thinking it's a good game, and there are so many people who will go down in flames defending Mario Party. Is oh my god, what? The (laughs) argument I have for Rocket League. It's such a good game. It's such a good game. But no, it's Uh, like my my thinking is: if you dislike a game, just stop playing it. Don't play it. There's no reason for you to play a game that you don't like so much that that dislike grows into hate. Sometimes sometimes you have to. Sometimes you have to play Mario Party. I can think of a case coming up very soon where we will all have to play Mario Party. Uh, no, we won't. <laughs> uh, and finally, uh, regular show contributor Sir Clout writes in, uh, a friend of the show says, Hey guys, I'm wondering if there's any game from your childhood that you've owned several copies of and played the hell out of. For instance, I have Resident Evil 4 on the Xbox 360, PlayStation 2, GameCube, and Wii. All with typewriters full of game saves. I even have a game save with an inventory made up only of eggs. <laughs> uh, well, well done. Yeah, I own a copy of Battlefield 4 on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and uh, a digital and a physical copy just for good measure on PC. And that's a hell of a game. Hmm. Uh, I had... Final Fantasy 7 I've had on multiple consoles. Uh, the original Dragon Warrior 1 for NES, I had two cartridges for it. That's pretty hardcore. Uh, not entirely my fault, but... Uh, it's Kleptomania. Yeah, those are really the only ones I can think of that I've had multiple copies. Oh, I guess uh, Final Fantasy 10. I, uh, I picked up the remaster of that mostly because I lost my uh, my PlayStation 2 copy. You've never like loved a game so much that you're like, man, I have this on PC or whatever, but I'm gonna go get this on PlayStation as well to play with this group of people or whatever. Uh, no, not really. No. I mean, if there's a game where that uh, I want to play with with people, then I'll make sure that we coordinate and and get it on the same thing. But if it's a game that, hey, I'm playing this game a whole lot and you guys are playing this whole this game a whole lot, but we're playing on different consoles, it's like, well, I guess we're not going to play together. What if we all just bought a second copy of this game on this other console? Well, then you guys can buy it on my console and we'll be fine. Uh, I guess. That's how it happens. See, I have more copies because I am willing to... It's a two-way street, right? If one guy's like, well, you come to my console... Someone's got to be the one willing to take the bullet. And that's me, the hero, if you will. The hero who is always ready to go to another system. I'm okay if, with you being the one who jumps on the grenade for the, the good of the, the group every time. Undisputed champion for a reason. 
uh, podcast at talkingreckless.com <laughs> is an email address uh, right in some of those electronic M's or drop them on our subreddit r slash talkingreckless. You follow the show on Twitter if you want. We are Talk Reckless Pod on there. Uh, it's Christmas time is coming up, so a, a, a nice Christmas gift that you, the listener, could give to the show would be to head over to uh, your wherever you get your podcast, Google Play Store, iTunes, uh, any podcatcher. Just leave us a nice review. You know, leave us uh, leave us an honest, hopefully high rated review, but uh, leave some real feedback in there because I read all those things, and that's how we uh, learn to stop the things that people hate. That's all I got to say today. Uh, Kev, thanks so much for making this uh, Sunday show happen. Yeah. And uh, if you guys like wrestling, make sure you head on over to the brother show, uh, sadpod.podbean.com, where Warren and Brando talk about wrestling. Mm-hmm. Chris Jericho was on there. The real Chris Jericho, the GOAT, Y2J, uh, was on that last episode they put up. Uh, and that's fucking super cool. So go check yeah. that out. Uh, and thank you, listener at home, for joining us. Uh, we'll try to get everybody back in uh, normal fighting form, normal recording conditions for next week. It's going to be... What was this? 206? It's going to be episode 207. Uh, we'll see you here next week. Wow, wow, wow.